we're talking about friendship. We're starting a new series, The Art of Friendship. You know, friendship is not a science. It's an art, right? You can't just like, there's no friendship equation. You can't figure it out. You know, people who should be friends aren't friends. And people who shouldn't be friends are friends. You know, it just, it just happens. It's an art. And so we're going to talk about friendship uh, over these next uh, three youth groups. Because I think all of us have questions about friendship, right? What's the point of friendship? How do I make friends, right? Can I be friends with unbelievers? All these types of things go on inside of our mind. And so here's what we're going to do. I need everybody's eyes. I need everybody's eyes. I need everyone's attention real quick. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about three things over the next three, three messages. We're going to talk about influence. Everyone say influence. We're going to talk about community. Say community. And we're going to talk about impact. All right? And uh, I wish the, the community started with I because then it would have been like... But it wasn't like that, so it's okay. Uh, so tonight we're going to talk about influence because friendship is influential. Your friends influence you. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but I had this experience growing up that I, I would often be able to tell who my mom was talking to on the phone based on how she was talking. Anybody have that experience? Like there was this one friend that was, had a country twang. And when my mom talked to her on the phone, she started talking like she was from the country, which she's not, you know, and, and I could tell because she would start out like this. She'd say, hello. Uh, and, and by the end of it, she was like, okay, Fran, like, yeah, let's get together. You know, and she'd get off and be like, great, and take out the trash. And I'd be like, what? You know, I'm like, you were talking to Leah, weren't you? And she was like, how'd you know? Like, because you turned into a country person, and we are from Dallas, so we're not from the country. So, you know, and, and, and I could tell, but it's, here's the deal, is that that friend had just made it into my mom's heart, right? She was a really close friend, and so when she was around her, she started, she started acting like her. She started talking like her, and I think that's true for a lot of us, that the people who you're close to, you start to look like them. Like, not physically, but you start to look like them. You start to act like them. You make the same facial expressions. You start to sound like them. You say the things they say, right? And it's because friendship influences us, right? We are easily influenced. And so maybe your thing is not speaking like a country person, but there's something that is easily influential in your life. There's something inside of you that gets tweet when you spend time with certain people and friendships are those places because it's where we open up our heart right it's a friendship relationship is where we open our heart and so we are easily influenced by the people that we let in and so um, in fact it'd be concerning if your friends didn't influence you because it would mean you have a closed off heart right you're not allowing people to influence you you're it's like you're acting like uh, i'm already perfect how i am no we, we're influenced by the people around us and so the question is um what does that mean for us as we as we explore friendship in our life if they really are going to influence us then what does that mean for us and so i've just got a few few quick points tonight uh, that I'm going to share. And here's the first one. You may have heard this one before. It's like a real popular quote uh, that I don't know who started it because it's been used so much. But uh, here's the quote is, show me your five closest friends and I'll show you your future. All right. Show me your five closest friends. 
I'll show you your future. I don't know who said this, but it is extremely true in my opinion. And maybe some of us in the room, if we're a little bit older, maybe we're like upper high school, we've probably experienced this before because we've grown up and we've had different friend groups and and our future is being created. It's being written right now. And maybe it looks a different way because of the friend group you've been around. You know, you can grow up on the same street you can have similar parents. You can have similar, similar values and beliefs and even income. And, and one person can end up the rest of their life in prison and the other person can be like a doctor, right? And it's, what's the difference? It's who they spent their time with when they were growing up. And so um, show me your five closest friends and I'll show you your future. And it really lines up with this popular scripture, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, that says, iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. The people around you, they are the ones that are literally shaping you. Okay, so it's talking about iron being sharpened. It's literally the iron is being shaped by the other iron, right? It's actually a pretty, it's a pretty intense process. We think like, oh, yeah, let's, let's sharpen each other. Yay, it's like church, you know, church language. Yay, but no, it's like, that's kind of an intense thing. It's like that, imagine like when you're smashing the, the sword with the hammer thing. I don't know what that is. Does anybody know what that is? It's like, who's the person? A blacksmith. Yes, think of a blacksmith. And... I know that there's many blacksmiths here in Fort Worth, you know, and they just they hammer that thing and it gets shaped because iron is clashing against iron, right? That's kind of the process. But here's the point is that the people around you, the ones who are closest are going to be the ones that shape you. And so what do you want to look like? Are you spending time with people who look like who you want to be, right? And not, I'm not talking about right now because, yeah, you probably are, but I'm talking about like a few years in the future, right? When you have to start being responsible, right? You got to grow up a little. Did y'all know you got to grow up? You know, it's fun actually. It's fun to grow up if you spend the right time with the right people. But I'm just saying, think about your future. Are you spending time with the people that you want to look like? When you look up to those people who are a few steps ahead of you, is that the type of friend that you have right now? I was at a conference once and there was a guy speaking and just so y'all know, this is a topic that often it's like, oh yeah, make sure you talk to like the, the youth about this and all that. But this is like an everyone thing. This is like an adult thing too. Okay. Adults need to know how to have friends. Okay. And I was at a conference for adults and a guy started going off about friends and he looked at us. It was a room full of youth pastors. And he said, some of you haven't accomplished what you want in your life because your friends suck. And I was like, wow. Okay. Like, But it was a wake-up call for some people in the room of like, yeah, like I've got dreams of places I want to go, of things I want to accomplish. Like I want my life to matter. Are my friends supporting that vision? Are your friends supporting your vision for your life? Are your friends supporting where you want to be in college and where you want to be after that? Okay, we need some good friends in our life. The other thing he said was our thoughts are usually not strong enough to overcome the collective thoughts of our friends. All right, you got a lot of thoughts, you got a lot of dreams, all right? You got a lot of values, but you know what? It's usually going to be overpowered by the collective thoughts of the people around you because you're often not strong enough to to overcome your friends. So let me ask you this. Is the collective thought of your friend group, is that calling you higher? Is that building you up? Is it leading you more to Jesus or is it tearing you down? 
because your, your thoughts are going to submit to the collective thoughts, all right? So get some people around you who are going to call you higher. I also um, looked at this really interesting experiment, and I, I always think this stuff is interesting. If you're, not, if you're like, oh, science, meh, psychology, meh, you know, it's like, well, too bad. It's interesting. So they did this uh, peer pressure experiment, and they got these people in a room, and there were five actors and one real person, okay? And they showed them extremely easy questions to answer. Okay, I'm talking like compare, you know, the size of an iPad to like a cup. Okay, that easy type of answer. You say, are those the same? Like, no. Okay, that type of answer. And they would put them up on the screen, and for a while the actors were saying the right answer, and then they started to say the wrong answer. When it was completely easily seen, it's, it's wrong. So there would be like a line this big and a line this big, and they would start saying, it's B. It's the B line. That's the same. And it's like super not. And they would go down the line, B, 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 B. And the, the real person, like you could actually physically see it on their face. They were like, what's happening? Like everybody's saying the wrong answer. And here's what they found out is that a third of the time, the person would say the obviously wrong answer just to be the same as the group. A third of the time, okay? And, and you're like, okay, that's a silly experiment about line sizes, right? So it doesn't really matter. But okay, that's like us in our friend groups when we're talking about real life stuff, okay? That a third of the time, we're, gonna, we're just going to say, I know that's wrong, but I'm going to step over the line with you because I don't want to make waves or I want to fit in or maybe the group is smarter than me. Maybe it actually is right, okay? And, and that's what happened in this experiment and it can happen to us. And so all I'm saying is, what if that's about drinking, or what if that's about lying? What if that's about gossiping? What if that's about vaping? What, what if that's about talking bad about someone? What if that's about completely stepping over the lines that you've grown up knowing are true, and yet everybody said that the other thing was right? So maybe I'll step over the line too, right? It's, it's, how, we, it's how we go through this life. We are shaped by our friends. And so you need, you need a five close friends that look like Jesus, and I'm not saying don't be friends with people who don't know Jesus. I'm saying get your, get your inner circle. That's actually the second point here. Know your inner circle, okay? All of us have an inner circle and an outer circle. You can't be friends with everybody. You can't be close with everybody. Um, and so, listen, here's the thing. I, I, what I'm going to say is going to sound like I want you to be, like, clicky or, like, exclusive, and that is not what I'm saying at all. But here's what I am saying, is that there are certain friends in your life who do not deserve to shape your heart. Okay? There are certain friends you have that do not deserve to be in your inner circle. All right? And, and I, it's true about me, too. I've got friends in my life, and I love them. I've grown up with them. I, I love them to death, and they'll always be my friend. But they don't deserve to get into my heart because the way that they're going to shape me is not going to look like Jesus. Okay? And so all of us, we have an inner circle. And Proverbs 4.23, again, you've heard this before, but it says, guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. You've got to protect your heart, guys, because that is where your life flows out of. Okay? And, and don't guard it like, oh, yeah, guard your heart. Like, like it's, it's literally like it is a battle. Okay? So armor up because you've got to protect your heart. Know your inner circle and know who needs to be there and who doesn't need to be there. Okay? And, and for those who don't, don't need to be in the inner circle, love them. Show Jesus to them. Be Jesus to them. They need Jesus in their life. Okay? But they don't need to shape you. Shape them over them shaping you. That leads us into our last point here is that we're called to be thermostats and not thermometers. What's the difference between those two things? A thermometer does what? 
Yeah, so a thermometer just measures the temperature. It just tells you this is the temperature. A thermostat in your house, you know that little thing on the wall? On the wall? Some of us have smart th thermostats now. It's like, ooh, it's cool and digital, and I can do it from my phone. Like, I'm poor, so I don't have that, but, you know, whatever. So uh, thermostats, so thermostats, they set the temperature, okay? You tell that thermostat to put it down to, you know, I mean, I guess I, it's winter, so I should say, uh, like put it up to like 80 degrees. Christina would love that. Right? She would love it for our apartment to be 80 degrees. I would hate that. Oh, my goodness. But if she put it on there, guess what? It's going to happen. Okay? It sets the temperature. Okay? And all of you in this room, I'm talking to all of you right now, you are called to be a thermostat. Okay? You are called to set the temperature around you. You are called to set the temperature in your friend group. All right. And so here's, here's the thing is oftentimes, like I said, our thoughts get overpowered by our friend group, but I actually believe through the power of the Holy Spirit that you can be the one that sets the temperature. You can be the one that sets the fire for Jesus. And, and, and so if you're going to, if you're going to submit to what your friend atmosphere demands, then you're being a thermometer. All right. And you're called to be a thermostat. What if you rose up and said, you know what? I'm not okay with all the ways that my friend group is making me look like less of a Jesus person. Okay. And so I'm going to take a stand for this and I'm going to set the temperature. You might lose a friend, but guess what? You're going to gain, you're going to gain everything in Jesus. Okay. And so it's worth it. It is worth it. Uh, Romans 12, two says, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You are called to be transformed by Jesus and to let that transformation flow out of you rather than being conformed, being, being molded into whatever the culture says is the right way. Okay. You are made to be the one who is setting the temperature around you. And that means we're allowing Jesus in our heart more than our friend group. We're allowing Jesus in our heart more than our, than, more than our school atmosphere, okay? Because we are kingdom people. So everywhere that we walk, it's a kingdom. It's the, the kingdom of God is breaking into wherever we go. And so you have the power to set the temperature. You really do. All you have to do is turn to the Holy Spirit. And the early church, it started off because the Holy Spirit was so welcome everywhere they went. And so they started setting the culture. They started setting the temperature. And it's amazing what God will do when we do that. Proverbs 18, 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. You, you see, guys, you have power, uh, actually, even your word. Because if you think about it, God created the earth through his word, and you are created in the image of that creator. And so he put power in your word as well to set. Actually, it's like God spoke the world into existence. You are speaking the atmosphere around you into existence at all times. You can set the atmosphere around you by what you say. You can turn it into a really dark place really fast by your words. Or you can speak life. And you can create an atmosphere where God will break in all the time. What are you doing with that power that God has given you? Are you giving up that power just so you can go along with your friend group? Are you setting the temperature in the people around you? I believe you can do it. And so, hey, we're about to transition to D groups, but I really want to invite everybody to go deep tonight. I want to invite every single person 
to go deep. Maybe D groups is like your jam and it's like, yeah, it's easy to go deep. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's like it's hard to be vulnerable and share. But I want everyone to go deep tonight because this is something that affects every single one of us. And I I think that most of our leaders are going to have some stories about how they've been affected by their friend group that maybe they'll be able to share. But maybe they'll just have some wisdom to give you if you're you're walking through this thing uh, right now in your life. And so Let's go deep together, all right? Let's share. Let's go for it. And let's believe that God is going to shape us and influence us so that we can influence our friend groups. Amen?